following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Huge weekend at the Breslin, uh, where all the girls' teams who have found a way on the road to the Breslin will be playing. You'll get the semifinals and the state championship games in all divisions. Uh, You can go to MHSAA.com. You can watch those games, MHSAA.tv in person. Get your tickets and more. All that at MHSAA.com. It's been a busy Wednesday. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, the Draft Wire, and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can see on YouTube tonight at 7 p.m. He's joining us in studio talking about uh, the Lions moves, which have been phenomenal. I mean, Jeff, when you we'll go back to end of last week uh, when you were in studio, and you look at what they've done offensively and defensively. Uh, how surprised are you by what they acquired, what they were able to get, and also the players now that are saying they want to play in Detroit and guys who want to stay in Detroit? You know, I think you're seeing that there is a very real desire to play for Dan Campbell and what they're building in Detroit. And that is that is why a guy like Cam Sutton comes. That's a guy, That's why a guy like Emmanuel Mosley wants to take a shot. He's, he's a one-year deal coming off of an ACL. Like Those guys typically would, would be people that you... They're not going to come to Detroit. Like they're going to try to bet somewhere else where they can, you know, make something. Detroit is the place where they can make something more of themselves now, and the NFL is realizing that, and agents are realizing that, and it's a destination place to come. That's why David Montgomery is here. That's that's you know that's why a guy like like uh, Isaiah Bugs resigned. John Kaminsky had other suitors, had other offers. Came back to Detroit because he likes it here. He sees the path to winning. He likes the locker room. He likes Campbell. Likes the way that he's treated. That didn't happen in the last couple of regimes. Like obviously Matt Patricia had his. I don't even. I don't want to talk about that. But like even before that, Jim Caldwell was a good coach, but he wasn't a guy that like endeared himself to players. He was more of like your your grandfather that you liked. It wasn't like like Dan Campbell being out there is like you know that's a guy that you want to run through a wall for. That's that you don't get that very often in the NFL. And and when coaches can harness that and and turn it into something the way that the Lions are, it means that it's going to be easier to get better players in free agency. And they've done that this year. I think they've done a pretty good job of stocking what they need to without overpaying and breaking the bank to do it. And you get Mosley and Sutton, uh, you know, your two starting corners. Maybe Mosley will take a little bit more time uh, to recover. And I know we touched on it earlier, but, you know, pick six and 18 in the first round. uh, Now with what they've acquired, depth on the defensive line with Bugs and Kaminsky, we talked about maybe that would be a need. Even if Carter or Anderson are sitting there, I don't know if you need them now. Uh, especially you talked about Carter at his pro day today, showing up nine pounds overweight. So if you're the Lions, what what now, and through the draft wire and your coverage there, Jeff, what is the perfect scenario for the Lions at 6-18 and 18 that you would say, this is the capper 
to the offseason and they move forward to mini camps and OTAs after that, what would happen at 6 and 18 that is perfect to help the Lions become NFC North champs? You know, personally, I would love for them to get the quarterback at six. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if they want that to happen. That would but be that's, who's ever there left right. from the big four. Yeah. Right? And, and uh, again, I'm not a Will Levis fan, so I wouldn't be so in on Levis, that. Levis, Richardson, yeah. Stroud, and Young, but you have to think. Carolina traded up to get the quarterback they want. Right. Sounds like that's Stroud. We don't know that yet, but it sounds Bryce like Young Stroud. And then goes to the Texans. That, that's the worst kept secret in the draft world. So Bryce Young is going to Houston. <laughs> you're, you're looking at, what is it then? The, then, then? So three is Arizona, though that could be... Four is the Colts. Four is the Colts. So they that's certainly a quarterback. need a quarterback unless they somehow and get And someone could Jackson. jump in front of the Colts to get that quarterback. So you right. wonder if the Colts will trade with Arizona... To ensure and that's then, certainly what the Cardinals are hoping. Yes, <laughs> and then you get what, what would be whoever is there: Arizona and Seattle yeah. in front of the Lions. Yeah, or if Seattle, trades, Seattle can Seattle can also use a quarterback, so they they might take that need and, and yeah. But they just gave uh, Geno the big money. It's only for really his contract's only for two years, so they they're sort of in the same situation where they, the Lions are. They with got golf, Drew Locke, don't they? <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> Maybe they'll, you're right. Maybe they take a quarterback to groom. They very well could. And Will Levis fits what Pete Carroll seems to like in quarterbacks. But uh, if you look at it, like Tyree Wilson is exactly what he wants in a defensive end. A guy who rushes power to speed. So they, Carter Anderson could be there. They, they very well could be. Wow. Uh, one, one of them almost certainly will be. Uh, I think Will Anderson's gone before then. But you never, you never know. Uh, last year at this time, we had no idea that Trayvon Walker was going to be the number one pick. We thought it was either going to be Kayvon Thibodeau. Or Aiden Hutchinson. And uh, Hutch thankfully went two. Thibodeau went, went five, uh, five or six. And he played pretty well for the Giants. He did okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, he got off to a really slow start, but then picked it up uh, once their defense started playing better as a whole. Kind of like Hutchinson did, by the way. So your perfect scenario is a quarterback of the future for the Lions at six yeah. and then at 18. 18, I, I, wanna, I still want to keep adding to my defense, whether it's defensive tackle, whether it's a, another pass rusher that's probably superfluous in my world, but another cornerback would be great. A long-term cornerback, they still have to get another, another long-term cornerback. maybe to go with Walker. That would, that, would be, that would be nice. Yeah, Walker looks great coming back. Kirby Joseph. Will always be famous for picking off Aaron Rodgers' last pass in a Packers uniform, and that mm. makes me very happy. By the way, he gave the jersey away. Uh, he kept the football. He gave the jersey away? He gave the jersey away. Hmm. Yeah, and he's another guy. Uh, the, young, the, the young impact on the Lions' defense last year is something I haven't seen in the NFL. I don't know. I was trying to remember teams that ever had that much. We've seen young players on offense energize a team like Burrow and Chase, but defensively, to have that many young players yeah. help a team. The, the end of the last season, they ran Hutchinson, Josh Paschal as your starting defensive ends. They're both rookies. Rodrigo. James Houston came in as the pass rusher. Rookie. Uh, a rookie. Rodrigo, starting starting off-ball linebacker. Kirby Joseph, your starting safety. Your second-year corner, Jerry Jacobs, an undrafted guy, was starting on the outside. You've, it's It was wild how young they were. Isaiah Bugs was a guy. He's 26, 27. You know, they're, they're just... Derek Barnes in his second season. Jacobs was still young, right? Yeah, he's now some of these guys have to keep stepping up and keep improving, and that's that's where we got to be careful about getting overconfident because you know some of, like Rodrigo started really well. If you watch the last few games, he he had a really really bad day in Carolina. He was one of the culprits there. wasn't the only one, but he's he's got some work to do. Whether he hit the rookie wall or whatever, he's like all those guys have room to improve and should be improving. 
And I like that. I like that mix with the coaching staff that, that emphasizes teaching and player development. But they do have to do that. But there's there's always room for more talent on the defensive side of the ball. So if the Lions don't get a quarterback of the future at six, uh, there won't be one at eighteen. Nah. Now you look at probably third round, yeah. fourth roundish, right? A guy like Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee makes sense. That's the guy who's probably going to miss his rookie season. He's already twenty five. But man, if he would if he had been healthy, he would have been a first round pick this year. And he is doing much. So I saw him, I interviewed him at the Senior Bowl, and he had like a big contraption on his leg with like the electrode therapy thing working on his knee. I saw him at the combine, and I talked to him for a brief second, and uh, he looked fine, wasn't limping at all. So his his progress is coming along really well. If you're a team like Detroit or Seattle that doesn't need a quarterback right away, but needs one beyond that perhaps, that's a, that's a good option. He's probably second round, maybe early third round. Uh, then, you, then you get into guys like Jake Hayner out of Fresno State or uh, uh, Aiden O'Connell out of Purdue is a guy that the Lions have shown some interest in. He is sort of like a younger version of Jared Goff. Not as good, but you can see how you can see how the Lions would be attracted to a guy like O'Connell. He's a slinger. Yeah, right? yeah. Show, showed a tremendous amount of guts in taking a tremendous amount of hits from Michigan in that, that title game. Yeah, he's he, he's a guy that they'll look at in the, in the later rounds if they haven't gotten anything by them, but I kind of hope that they do before then. I, I I want that resolved. Backup quarterback, again, this is a team we're talking about it, should be no worse than the fav- co-favorites to win the NFC North. If Jared Goff goes down for four weeks and you're bringing out not good, that's the difference between hosting a playoff game and going to Philadelphia in the first round. Like You've got to take care of this position, and, and Brad Holmes knows that. We're just a little anxious because he hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> Or they could be looking at what Brock Purdy was able to do for San Francisco. Right. Okay. And and that's and that can happen. And if we get a quality second, third rounder who could be ready in case of injuries, we don't have to waste free agent money. I mean, the, yeah. the, these are the discussions behind the doors uh, in Allen Park. Oh, 100%. And, and I would Where love to Brock be a Purdy probably ones. opened up eyes. You know, a lot of people like to follow what other teams do. And we naturally say, hey, they need a veteran backup. They need Mariota. They need Minshew. They need someone like that. Yeah. And in a way, it's how Kirk Cousins rose up. Remember, they drafted Robert Griffin the third at number two. They took Cousins in the fourth round. By the end of the second season, RG3 was hurt and Cousins. The, the rest is history. He's he's made a, a tremendous amount That's of money. That's a risky gamble if you're the Lions, not to have yeah, a veteran. And golf goes down week two, and you lose him for six weeks, and all of a sudden you're a three win team. Yeah. And that's a that's and, a and year no out Rogers of in the NFC North. That's a year out of your window of no. optimal time. So I I really hope that they address that soon. They haven't yet. I'm not panicking yet. It's free agency. The year, league year literally just started like an hour ago. So I'm not panicking yet, but. They need to get that done. That, that is something they that don't they have need to, to sign somebody of. today, but they could sign them at any time then if they're free agents, right? Yeah, and, and there there isn't a great deal of demand left out there right now. We, you, we talked about some of the guys that have moved around. You know, the, the Jarrett Siddhams of the world. There's still Andy some guys Dalton left. went to the Panthers. Yeah, Baker's gone to Tampa. Sam Darnold has moved around. Case Keenum's moved around. Like there's the musical chairs are. There are still more quarterbacks than seats. But that could change pretty quickly. Well, we're looking for backups. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Guys that will accept being a backup behind Jared Goff, and guys that won't. This is this is the rub that one of the reasons why the Rams got written. Certainly not the only reason or the primary reason, but he felt threatened when they when they brought in John Wolford 
as a backup quarterback to him. And like because Locked Sean, in? Yeah. Sean McVay liked like he's and Holmes was there at that time, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. So there, there is there is a sensitivity to Goff that has to be accounted for. He does not like to have his job threatened, so he's going to have to know that the backup that's coming in and comfortable, like, oh, this guy's my backup. He was great with like he he knew Nate, he knew they weren't benching him for Nate Sudfeld or Tim Boyle, like no problem. So maybe it's a maybe it's a rookie then the third fourth round yeah. uh, pick there. And I will say QB. that I, I think Goff has matured since then and realized that that was kind of stupid. Uh, just for, from the the interactions that we've had with him uh, off the record a little bit in in Allen Park, I kind of think he gets it now. Like that, he's not that guy anymore. But uh, it's something that you can't completely rule out. So I would I wouldn't necessarily bring in a guy that's you know a long, like Carson Wentz. I think that would probably be seen as a snub by uh, by golf, but. Cooper Rush, you know, guys of Boy, I like Cooper Gardner Rush. Minshew. You brought him up. Minshew I, 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 or Cooper I, I, Rush? I like those guys. Guys they, that are used to being backups, right? Exactly. And guys that are prepared and can come in and run the offense that you do, and you don't have to do anything special for them. I like that. I like that idea quite and a Cooper bit. Rush from, you know, Lansing to CMU to the Lions. Uh, you know, you're looking at he's not going to get money from the Cowboys. They're releasing Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, a lot going on today in the NFL. Reports have the Patriots checking in on Odell Hopkins, uh, you imagine Odell Beckham with, with Belichick. Belichick. Well, wow. he handled Cam Newton pretty good, right? That was a, a flamboyant personality. Uh, you you get Baker Mayfield oh now back in the NFC South. Uh, By the way, the I really like that signing. I low key, I think that's a great addition for Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield is at his best when he's got something to prove. He's got a lot to prove right now. I, th- I think that's going to work out pretty well for them. I hope that's not their only move. Like. They they pretty much ruled out Kyle Trask very quickly. They're, I think it was a fourth round pick a couple years ago. But they could uh, hold on Florida. to him on the depth chart. Yeah, but right? uh, they that's uh, that that's going to be that's that's going to be a fun situation to watch. Is exactly how that plays out. It's because, a right uh, it's a right guy to follow Brady because there's not a lot of pressure on Mayfield to be the next Tom Brady. Right. He's and, just showing everybody he can start, which he did at the end with the Rams when he filled in for staff. And again, he gets a. This is a guy that I watched go into Pittsburgh and win a playoff game for Cleveland. Cleveland won a playoff game on with, the him, road. with him on the road in Pittsburgh. How many road playoff with their, wins? With their head coach locked in his basement with COVID. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Uh, yeah, you used to work for the Browns Wire. Yeah. How many road playoff wins in the history of the Browns franchise? That was their first since 1988. I was going to say, that hasn't been a lot. I mean, I know they had the drive, the fumble. They, yeah. they have a lot of they won. They won the the games before those were both on the road. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that was the last time. That was when Marty Schottenheimer uh, was, was running the show. BatBernieCosar.com. <laughs> I love Bernie. Yeah. You, uh, you can not grow up. hypocritical to uh, call him out when these franchises are partnering and having betting kiosk in their it's ridiculous in their stadiums, right? Bernie is the sweetest human yeah, but being. Isn't and the it, fact that they isn't jacked him around like that, that oh, they're 100%. partnering with sports betting apps because sports wagering now is legal in Ohio. Absolutely, but and, it's and Bernie. So they're gonna they're gonna use a folks a, who don't know the story here. Bernie Kosar placed the first legal sports bet in the state of Ohio, and the Browns fired him for it. <laughs> God bless Oops. the Cleveland Browns. You know, one thing we'll say. You'll note I don't cover them anymore. Yeah, but we'll. we'll, we'll <laughs> and they're my hometown team. We've said this all offseason. The, the, if they take care of the backup quarterback situation, there is nothing pending that has me concerned about the Lions. They are as a complete nothing. of a football team as they can be. At and this going day. back to the Barry 
era in my yeah. mind. They have everything lined up for them to have a fantastic year and to win were, the NFC North to host a playoff game, and if they win that one, to host another one, perhaps. And, 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 and that you, would just blow you my get mind. Home field advantage. You pull an Eagles, you could be in the Super Bowl next year. Wow. And, and think about this: if you're the Lions, and I'll go back when they had Stafford, Sue, Calvin. They were ready, but they were still young. They, they had the yeah. talent. They didn't have the coaching. Uh, the ownership, the GM was still meddling. What you have now is Sheila Hamp dropping the last name forward. You have Holmes. You have Campbell. You have Spillman Dorsey in the front office. Uh, you have the staff. Uh, Golf is developing into a leader. I think he's won a lot of street cred with the people 100%. Uh, in Michigan. You, you have Montgomery and Swift now. You have an O-line that as good as any O-line in football. Jamison Williams, what do you have, nine catches all year? He could have 70, 80. God knows how many touchdowns and the impact he'll have. They could even throw him on returns when they need something big. You look at the defensive additions of Mosley and Sutton at corner. Comiskey coming back. Anzalone getting a three-year deal. He didn't look like he was going to ever play again with the Lions after the first seven games. We thought golf could be gone. We thought they were going to draft a quarterback that Campbell would be gone, and they gave us the eight and two finish. I mean, I'm just touching on, and we haven't even everything. we haven't even gotten to the draft guys yet. That's they got two I'm, first round picks. They got two second round picks. I know. Like I, they got, dude, they still have a little bit of money left. That's they can, what I'm saying. I'm, they, I'm, they, I'm going down the list here, and I didn't cover everything. Yeah, it's 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 great that we have like the and 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 like it's and, all good coming. Yeah, because you you now. I'll break it down if you line it up so everybody can see a depth chart. Everybody can look uh, who you sign, who you draft. And you start to say, okay, I want to find weakness areas on the Lions to attack if I'm an opposing O coordinator or D coordinator. Yep. Um, yeah, do I wonder, are their linebackers fast enough? But then Anzalone was running well, and you know, Rodrigo's speed is why he was able to make it. To the NFL. Yeah, they, they can get better at linebacker. They can get better at That's defensive a, that tackle. Adds a, a linebacker who could run to play the opposite side of HUD. Yeah, a guy that can turn and run in, in coverage would be great. Well, and they, and they and, tried that a little bit with you know Houston, and then you're looking at, at the end yeah. trying to see if he could be that guy, right? They, 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 have, they have done that as a dalliance. The, the, there's, dalliance. Yeah, there's I got to get a thesaurus right here. What was dalliance? Yeah, I went oh to college God, for six that, years. Ohio, I got, Ohio University, <laughs> Athens. I got to use my six years of college education. I want to know how many people education. in south, southeastern Ohio know, and I've drove through Athens, and you get by Athens, and there's a lot of banjo music playing. I want to know Dalians. How many people know that word? You are not wrong, my friend. <laughs> Why are we crossing the bridge to West Virginia? Yeah, in Parkersburg there. That's uh, that's that's somewhere beyond God's country down there. Oh, my there. God. It is, uh, it's, a, it's a movie set. Alarming lack of dentistry in that part of the country. No, they haven't. They said, actually, on the highway, it says uh, Charleston, 130 miles. Next dentist, 572 miles. So down there in West Virginia. <laughs> Uh, TravelWestVirginia.com, huge show, proud to be an endorser. <laughs> Jeff Risden, uh, the other voice you're hearing in studio. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N. Uh, also, DraftWire on Twitter and Facebook. LionsWire, you want to keep up to date on all the Lions off-season, in-season stories. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and the Detroit Lions podcast tonight. They'll look back. At free agency, talk Lions, NFC North. That will be tonight, 7 p.m. on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Jeff, good stuff as always. Great to be in with you. Thanks for having me in. All right, Jeff Risden joining us in studio on this Wednesday broadcast. 
A reminder, tomorrow the NCAA tournament tips off beyond the play-in games, the real thing. Get your bracket in right now. Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter, their team, they put up $1,000 in cash. It could be yours. Get your bracket in now. It's open to the first 1,000 people who play at thehugeshow.net. And our home and away Tigers opening day contest with the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. And the Michigan Sports Network is active until March 23rd. If you're 21 and up, enter to win airfare for two. Hotel, two tickets to the Tigers in Tampa, their season opener. Then you'll get two tickets uh, to the Tigers Red Sox a week later in downtown Detroit, the home opener. You must be 21 and up to enter. Uh, the quick link to enter. It's simple and easy. You'll see the pin post at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines missed out on a berth to the NCAA tournament when they dropped their opening game against Rutgers in the Big Ten tournament. However, the Wolverines did get a berth to the postseason, hosting round one at Chrysler Center of the NIT last night against the Toledo Rockets. And yes, for the second time this season, my two employers going head-to-head. Our scouting report on X's and Bros was pretty much spot on. Kobe Bufkin led all scores with 23 points on a scorching 8 of 13 shooting from the field, while Hunter Dickinson finished with 19 and 9. Joey Baker had 21 and 4, and Doug McBuckets finished with 16 points, 2 rebounds, and 8 assists. Some strange lineup combinations for the Wolverines saw Terrace Reed Jr. play just 5 minutes, Yusuf Kayad played 5, and James Howard 11. His younger brother Jet, however, he was scratched from the lineup last night, going to see a foot and ankle specialist for that lingering ankle injury. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's welcome in the new head coach of the new pro volleyball franchise in Grand Rapids that will begin play in 2024. Kathy George has a great resume connected to Central Western, uh, retired as the Michigan State volleyball coach in 2021 and back in the game, back in Michigan. She's been connected to almost every college program except the University of Michigan and now at the pro volleyball level in a new venture uh, at Vandal Arena in downtown GR. And Kathy, welcome to The Huge Show. Well, thanks for having me. All right, tell me about uh, your connection and when the conversation began about you mm-hmm. possibly becoming uh, the first head coach of this new volleyball franchise in GR. Yeah, well, it happened. It started in December when the announcement came through and I was invited to the uh, the naming and I couldn't be there. So we started talking. I said, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not there. And then the conversation started for started to develop. And uh, as it went on, um, it got a little deeper and deeper. And, and then here I am. Here I am. Well, and uh, reading about the Pro Volleyball League, which Grand Rapids will be a part of, and they do have a naming contest. Is that done now? Uh, Randy, the heavy cleaves. It is done. Is there a name? When, when's the name going to be announced? Yeah, in a month or so, they'll yeah, announce the name. Yeah. So they're, they're beginning the process, the journey. The Pro Volleyball League has people like Trent Dilfer and Joe yeah, Burrow, Joe Burrow yeah. behind it. So you have money. J- uh, Jason Derulo, yes. Uh, so he's singer. a rapper. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. Singer, rapper. Big time, man. They have uh, Randy the Heavy <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, Cleaves right here. Yeah, he's yep, handling yeah, he everybody, <laughs> making sure they get in and out of interviews. Absolutely. I mean, he signed the five-year deal. I don't know how long your deal yeah, is yeah. with the Pro Volleyball franchise, but... Uh, this isn't just a flash in the pan and a short-term thing. This really is going to be the foundation for the future. Absolutely. Um, realistically, uh, people don't know this, but volleyball players for years have gone overseas to play. So we have over, well, probably almost just under 400 athletes that are over there per- currently playing professional. So instead of having them always go there, we want to bring them back here and start this franchise and make it a, a real thing. Because you've got, I mentioned uh, coaching at Michigan State, the connections to Central and Western uh, you know the sport, uh, the fan base. That's going to be the key now because once Absolutely. you go pro, it right. becomes about fans, sponsorships, TV, marketing, anything, yeah. interaction, uh-huh. media, Loved all, that. all yep. this. Uh, what's that jump there from not having a pro volleyball franchise in the state of Michigan to having one here in less than a year? Well, I think it's great that I have had the contacts with the other universities, and I've been in this state forever. And we were um, in the top 10 in attendance at Michigan State for over five years and in the top 25 for 25 years. So um, it's, you know, we do have a fan base. We had it at Mich- uh, Western Michigan as well. So I kind of just, I just love the state. I love the people I've met here, and I just know we're going to do a lot to build into the community and get people uh, to rally around the sport and our team to rally about them. Well, I would think uh, with the DeVos family and Cole and the Griffins connection in sports. Randy Randy the Heavy Cleaves. (laughs) He'll never never live that name down. Even when I do Twitter or Facebook posts, thank you, Randy the Heavy Cleaves. Sounds like something out of the Sopranos. That walking out there, it's like the next generation of professional sports would be one of those that, you know, I kind of put lacrosse, volleyball, a lot of kids have played it from the, you know, travel leagues, which they still do, to high schools. I think boys volleyball, is coming as a high school sport. The club, the boys volleyball club, in this last like 12 months, all of Mm -hmm. a sudden parents, 
people I know, kids, are like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm playing club. And a lot of it is basketball players from the winter exactly who don't play baseball who don't mm-hmm. run track right who now uh, they know they they're fall in love with it right yeah, and they're playing it in yeah. the spring and then they're going to go back to their you know summer yeah uh, well they play in the sand basketball. when they go to the yeah they do all that stuff it's great so you think the fam i think the big key is where a lot of people ask me do you think there's a fan base to show up for matches. Well, absolutely. And participation for women's volleyball is either first or second in women's sports in the state of Michigan. It's been fast growing. What's first? Probably um, soccer? I think it was track. Track, so, really? Yeah, so it's it's kind of crazy. But uh, So that's who's been dueling it out for that. But it's been growing, and uh, there's youth volleyball, just like those club teams and the you know travel teams. Volleyball is huge in the state of Michigan, and uh, you know people have noticed that. And really, the whole league started because volleyball, with its TV viewership and its uh, you know, in all the fan bases and the, the um, representation we've had through the Big Ten, the Big Ten has carried huge fan bases, um, you know, in the sport of volleyball. So everybody's recognizing the dollars that can be made and that, you know, let's be serious. You know, you have to kind of do that stuff. I think it's going to grow and, and it's time to bring them home. It's time to get these great athletes you know, to come back home. And there'll be all these All-Americans and all these Olympians and things like that that the, the players can really look to and they can mentor them and so on. You know, I talked to Cole on air. I haven't talked to him off air about the future, short term, long term. But what I do envision, and, and Van Andel Arena is a great yeah, big yeah, venue. Yeah. And you would hope one day you could fill it up. But the reality is, I almost feel like if the volleyball is taken off and it's drawing, one day I see a facility being built that could house four yeah. or 5,000 people that as a volleyball could be used for high yeah. school, could be used for travel, State whatever. tournament and something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like State that where there would be that, yeah. you know, like they, yeah. how, how yeah. soccer came along. Well, soccer let me tell you, though, let me tell and you. Built, and built their soccer stadium. Well, let me tell you what they're doing in Omaha. They're getting University of Nebraska volleyball to play a match on a football field, and they're trying to sell it out with in a football field. I, think, I don't know if they're Did State do that? Uh, uh, State did that with hockey, and we've done that. Um, who who did the volleyball on the field? Not volleyball on field. It hasn't happened yet. So this will be the first one on the field. I mean, I don't know how they're doing it with the wind and whatever, but that's their problem. <laughs> but they're going to do it, and they're going to get huge numbers, and it's going to be really cool because they do uh, – Nebraska's off the charts with their attendance. Yeah, I think I mean, the, sell out for over years after years after years with like 8,500 people every match. Right, and I think the key mm-hmm. is because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Michigan State would be the closest college, uh, Western, uh, yeah. but State would be the closest program that drew people. Yeah. Uh, like when you were we there, great Kathy, fan base, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that it's going to be the volleyball – fan base that mm-hmm. will be the foundation well, for and, the pro and, franchise in Grand Rapids. Would you agree? Well, yeah, we're going to bring all those, but the volleyball enthusiasts are right here in Grand Rapids. It's amazing how many clubs you have that love oh, the NBA, game. Right? And then really with all the sand volleyball that you have you know, uh, at Lake Michigan, it's amazing the people that come out. And, and volleyball was the third viewership in the Big Ten, so it was football, basketball, and volleyball. You mean on the, Big Ten, on the Big Ten Network? Oh, yeah, you can see the crowds like at Wisconsin. See. Well, but also on TV views. So it's like been, and so they really, everybody's taking notice, and they said, let's start this franchise at time is right. Right, so everybody did their homework. Yes, they did. Uh, Randy, yes, I, they I'm, did. I'm looking at Randy, uh, Ra- the, Randy the heavy cleaves. Uh, Bill, uh, Kathy did bring up, and he's sending me text. Uh, Kathy <laughs> brought up it's third in viewership on the Big Ten after uh, football and basketball, right. and also you and call me Randy, right? What the youngest demographics? Well, it is of all of them, like over football, and, so it's pretty cool. Well, that's why I made that connection mm-hmm, yeah. to what I call the next generation of yeah, sports. Yeah, exactly. Because we all can say what we grew up with. Yeah. And and you've been around volleyball all your life, and Randy is a huge Bengals fan, and 
uh, they had a great you know yeah. two year run yeah. and maybe over, but you know he'll enjoy it for the rest of his life. Oh, you just can't leave him alone, kid. <laughs> no, I can't. Because when he when, when he told me when he said, "Hey, Bill, we got another engagement. We got to get this interview yeah, going." Yeah. Oh. So I love him though. Yeah, I, I think it is the next generation of yeah. sports fans. Yeah, I absolutely I really do. do too. I, I do think too. volleyball it's across. Well, it's family friendly, right? We get yeah. they come to the matches and it's just they have a great time and I like it to be event an event. I mean, I want it to be you know the volleyball and you grow to love the volleyball. But we just have to get people in, and they're going to come and start to love it and keep coming back. Well, with Cole now stepping up uh, inside the DeVos family with people like Grandy and uh, the Griffins who have you know mm-hmm. built from yep. the ground up yeah. uh, the Griffins they franchise. Yeah. They know how to do it. So right. it, it's the right connection. It's the right support. At the right uh, time. Beams behind you. And like you said, you're in a hotbed of volleyball yep. with all the, uh, there's so many different travel right, uh, right. clubs Absolutely. here in town, right? Yep. Yeah. It's and then boys awesome. club volleyball at the high school really level. that's exciting growing. too. Yeah. And I'll, I'll want to do things to help them grow as well. You know, just, you just get involved. Well, yeah. You want to probably mm-hmm. get the logo all over these club matches and get everything with yep. the volleyball. Yeah. Because it is the only pro volleyball. It will be the only one in Michigan for yep. the time being, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Kathy George. We're the first ones out there, so we're going to go get them. She's a legend. That's how Lombardi started the Packers. How, we're going to go get them in the little Green Bay. Let's go get them. <laughs> we're, 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 we're looking forward yeah. to the Green Bay franchise. There you go. And then their star setter is going to end up with the Jets. That's how it works. <laughs> Kathy George is the new uh, head coach of the pro volleyball franchise. The name, according to Randy, the Heavy Cleaves, will be announced here in the next month or so. We'll keep you posted here on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah. I love your energy, love the passion, great conversation <laughs> on and off air. Uh, good luck with everything, okay? Thank you so much. Appreciate being on. All right, the new pro volleyball franchise will begin play at Van Andel Arena coming up in less than a year. And Kathy George is her new head coach joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get more for your money with Meyer this St. Patrick's Day. Find more favorites like corned beef and crisp cabbage. More to sip like Irish spirits and beer. More sweets like Irish soda bread and cupcakes. More decor to celebrate. And more ways to save with 7 for $7, where you can mix or match over a 1,000 items across the store. You're always in luck with the same low prices in-store and online. Find savings as good as gold this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa 
Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another True and Blue segment on the Huge Show across Michigan. Each and every week at this time, we get together with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, and we talk about the impact law enforcement is making on the positive side all across the state. We'll also tell you how you could look into one of the over 4,000 openings in law enforcement right now statewide in Michigan. And today, we want to hear the stories from DeWitt, Michigan, where DeWitt Police Chief Matt Maroney is standing by, joining us on True and Blue. Welcome to the Huge Show across Michigan. Thank you very much. All right, uh, how long have you been in law enforcement? Uh, I've been in law enforcement 28 years. 28 years, and also you've worked uh, in Detroit uh, with Detroit PD as a police officer. Uh, Now being a police chief and looking at your 28 years in law enforcement, uh, what have been the differences you've seen on the positive side that a lot of people don't read, see, or hear about? Well, and they don't read, see, or hear about a lot of the, it's the little things that uh, in our everyday interactions with the public that uh, just don't get uh, publicized. Um, we don't enter this profession as as a job um for police officer it's a calling this is not something you do just to collect a paycheck but we're not going to get rich doing the job um it's the satisfaction of of being to help and do some good and trying to make things better and for somebody who's listening right now who's thinking about whether it's joining the dewitt police department i know you worked at the Michigan State University Police Department, I mentioned ninety five, ninety six, Detroit uh, PD. If they're thinking about entering uh, a police agency, uh, a local police department, and I mentioned, I think over four thousand openings right now statewide in law enforcement. What what would be the best thing you could tell anybody looking to make a career as a police officer? Uh, if you're looking to make a career uh, as a police officer, you couldn't be. Uh, looking at a better time. Um, 
currently, well, let me take a step back. Before, uh, you most of the time would have to send yourself through the academy, and you're looking at uh, roughly between a twelve and fifteen thousand dollar cost to do that. Um, agencies now have the uh, opportunity to, to apply for grants. Uh, they call them scholarships through MCOLS, which is Mission Coalition on Law Enforcement Standards, uh, and they are paying up to twenty thousand uh, dollars for agencies to sponsor people to the academy. They'll pay the academy costs and they'll put four thousand dollars towards the recruit salary. So. Uh, the constraints that were hampering um, agencies from sending people and sponsoring people to the academy have really been lifted. Uh, so th the jobs are out there. Uh, we just need the people to, to fill them. Uh, DeWitt Police Chief Matt Maroney is joining us on another edition of True and Blue, where we showcase law enforcement all across Michigan in partnership with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Uh, some good stories in DeWitt, uh, because, again, uh, the national media, sometimes even local statewide media, only focuses on the negative. Uh, since your time, uh, which would be not quite a year, you're about the midway point a little bit more as police chief there at DeWitt. Uh, what are some of the cool stories you've come across uh, with your officers in DeWitt? Um. I was very, very fortunate um, that this job uh uh, opened up. Um, uh, it's the county of north of where I spent most of my law enforcement career. Um, I've lived in Clinton County, which is where DeWitt Township is. And uh, the community up here is just awesome. Uh, when I came in, I was welcomed with open arms. Um, we worked together, uh, the department uh, and the community, on many, many things. Uh, I've Great uh, officers that work up here, very professional, uh, and they love uh, interacting with the community. Um, we listen, uh, and we, lo we love our jobs, and, uh, you know, we're here to serve. Chief, I appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Our True and Blue segment happens every week at this time, like I said, in association with our partnership with all the chiefs of police across Michigan through the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Great to hear about the good men and women uh, there in DeWitt. And if anybody listening wants to look into a career in law enforcement, it's simple and easy, especially by Googling your local's jurisdiction. Maybe you want to make a move somewhere across Michigan. Uh, you can just search any police department, uh, their website, stop in, fill out an application. They'll take you through the process. Like I said, over 4,000 openings in the state of Michigan. Uh, the need for law enforcement officers is there. And chief, like the people in DeWitt, uh, I believe most of Michigan, a massive majority, uh, respect the men and women who protect and serve us uh, every day. And I appreciate your time. And anything I can do to help the DeWitt Police Department and the people of DeWitt, just let me know. Well, I greatly appreciate that, and we appreciate everybody that uh, is out there and supporting us. Because, uh, unfortunately, the good stuff doesn't make the news, but uh, every time there is an unfortunate incident where we do have a bad apple, um, that seems to take over, and uh, people start putting out a narrative. 
Well, uh, the, the narrative on the Huge Show is the truth, Chief, and uh, I'm here with uh, True and Blue and the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police to make sure uh, that the stories of the brave men and women of law enforcement in Michigan who protect and serve and put their lives on the line every day, that those stories are told. And I thank you because it, it truly does mean a lot to us. And it means a lot to me what you and everybody does. You know, I have the affiliate there in Lansing, the game 730 a.m. And what the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police are doing uh, to really help our state. Thank you so much, Chief. Uh, stay safe. Thank you very much. You have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that gotcha, man. Chief Maroney joining us on the True and Blue segment. And I mentioned my longtime friend, Johnny Brand Sr., voice for the badge. Uh, he has led a coalition of people uh, who are there to be a voice for the men and women of law enforcement. Follow and like Voice for the Badge on Twitter and Facebook. Simple and easy. Just search uh, Voice for the Badge and Nothing but love to Johnny Brand Sr. and his longtime commitment along with Sandy Brand, the Brand family, to law enforcement all across this state. And if you go into Johnny Brand or Johnny Brand's location on Leonard, you'll see the Wall of Honor uh, where he pays tribute to officers and military members from Michigan uh, who gave their lives serving and protecting our city and streets and also protecting our country and fighting for freedom. Thank you, Johnny Brand Sr. Make sure you like and follow Voice for the Badge on Facebook and Twitter. Big. Bad. Huge.